Hey, welcome. Nope. That's how we start the, uh, oh, darn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> today we're just talking about minimalism and that whole movement. That was definitely something on my second year or really even into that first, um, that became vital in the work that I was doing. And it is definitely something that has gotten out of rhythm with building this business, but something that we can easily tap back into because of having learned that. And so excited to put that back to work and really get this life back into flow after starting a business. And we're breaking that down today. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo, welcome to the death of a dream, where we do dreams. <clears throat> oh my goodness, there you are. Hello, should have cleared my throat before I got on air, but we don't do things like everyone else. That would make too much sense. Who doesn't want that clearing of the throat to happen directly in your ear? I mean, really? Okay. So let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. And, oh, this is a heated debate, right? We're supposed to be humble and all these things. And I am totally for that. Like, I just think that it takes balance. And sometimes the balance needs to weigh in your greatness, especially if you're coming back from not having done that in a while, or from a place where you have been told to be humble and all these things. And this isn't me sitting here saying like, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in humility. Like, I do. But I believe we need greatness more than humility. And 
We just do. And we can't always act that way. But we need to have some form of it somewhere, right? We need to be acting in that way in some portion of our lives. And maybe more in that way than less. So my great thing is we got through a holiday. Um, I really love holidays. I think they're really important. But what I will also say is they're so interrupting. They're so like, and, and here in my place, um, it's like, you just get all this stuff and then we're just adding it to stuff we already have and are trying to get rid of. And then it's just like stuff on top of stuff. And oh my gosh love holidays, love traditions, totally love them. Love the idea of them, hate the distraction of them. Because then it's like, okay, now we're going to recover from this event for the next three years. It's just so um, rhythm interrupting. Like, we'll be in a good rhythm, everything will be going well, and then it's like, nope, you're going to go ahead and have to take the next four days off to enjoy this holiday. And it is interrupting, and I know that it is a part of life, and it's wonderful, but there are parts of me that are like, if we could just be in a place where we could just celebrate quietly on our own and have our own traditions... (laughs) that we're not stuff inducing maybe that would be best I don't know um yeah just a lot of stuff 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 and you know the kids they go crazy they find the eggs they find the baskets they find all the things and it's just like eh where are we going to put all of this now? What is going to happen from here? Um, how are we going to live now? Uh, these are the things, right? These, This is the challenge, the struggle, and it's beautiful, but to me, it's just like, okay. And we're interrupted. And I will say this all the time because people be like, oh, you're mad. You're, you look mad. Like, no, when I get into a flow, I get really intense and I will refuse to break. Like, and once I'm in there, Once I'm locked in on what I'm going to accomplish and in the amount of time that I'm going to accomplish it, I will not be interrupted. And I am not angry. I am just determined. And I will 
get to where I'm trying to go? Should I not be distracted? And that's the key part for me. And so holidays are wonderful. And I'm getting better at being able to like tap into the presence required for holidays and for things. But it is still a challenge. Because it's kind of like when you're operating in this squirrel instance, right? And we hear people who have ADD or just any sort of attention um, or focusing issues, in quotes. We hear that all the time. Squirrel, can't stay on this one subject. Struggling to stay here. And I'm, I'm working on it, but just know... That every holiday is is an interruption of the flow that's required for my life to operate as I see fit. And I don't think that it's always going to be a struggle like that. Uh, but for me, it is a problem. It is it is something that's hard to maintain. It's something that's hard to live with and within and my life and my family's life, the way that we operate, really things have to stay in flow. We get backed up very quickly. And I know, I know for me, that's because we haven't been following the minimalist principles of which we were built on here in this house. And I am really excited to write about that because I know that the writing is the final healing and we're going to talk about that more. But rhythm. The rhythm required for life to operate the way that it needs to for me to stay focused because things for me have to just become automatic And if there's, if we're like in a trying to make this automatic phase and there's a holiday in there, we'd probably start all the way back over. Yeah, I know. It's like, Hannah, it doesn't have to be that if you just took three days off, that's not a big deal. But it is for me, it has to move into this like automatic part of operation. And in order to do that, it just has to stay in flow. Like we do this on this day, this on this day, this on this day, this on this day, and go. And haven't been able to get into that flow. And holidays never help with that. And then, you know, the sickness that seems to be never ending. But all the things we're getting better at, I'm breathing through. It's okay for life to get a little chaotic. It's okay for things to not go as planned, except for I like my plan. I like my ability to assess and address and put together something that will work. And I do not love when I am no longer in control of said plan and holidays do that to me and sickness does that to me. And when I get both, when I draw the short straw and I get both things, um, it is, it is hurtful and painful and I will likely not recover for a couple of weeks, but 
today, right after I'm done recording this. That is the plan. Get everything to a place where it's operational and start moving to get back on track in the home space. Because for me, spaces are so very important um, just because of what we talked about, the squirrel, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And when I have to operate, it's really important that my mind not be distracted by like a toy under the couch or dust that I can see under there because it's like that's easier than what I'm about to have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And if there's something easier that I can do faster and have success, I want to go do that right now. I don't want to do the easy thing. Um, I definitely don't want to focus on whatever it is that I've been avoiding focusing on. I want to run from it. I do not want to do it. I do not like green eggs and ham. Sam, I am. I do not, will not, cannot, should not, shan't not, won't not, not going to happen. And yeah. So my great thing is I took time to enjoy the holiday. I didn't stress myself out about falling out of system. Um, I'm not happy with the falling out, uh, (laughs) but it is my great thing. That is something that I have, was never very good at was just allowing myself to be right in the moment and just be there and be okay with everything not being perfect or the house being messy when we come home. Like that was really hard for me or, we're not eating exactly how we're supposed to, or we're not on a schedule exactly as we should be, even though I'm not a very big schedule follower, um, but throws me off a little bit. And I breathe through it. I enjoyed the holiday fully. If I was I don't remember thinking about how this was impacting our ability to come into this Monday really in flow. And that is a great thing for me. Even though, as you just heard voice, I'm not excited about it. You know, living within what the reality is, is really important for me. And it's okay. We can recover from this too. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. So one of the biggest parts of my journey was what I'll be writing on now. And this really was the removal of all things identity. And I did some really deep interviews in this portion. Um, One of my top listen to episodes was probably one of my best interviews that I've done with Lindsay Blout. And, you know, she's talking about real deep identity and the identity of her and her family and how she was raised and who her parents were and like, yikes, crazy stuff. Right. And so the Identity, the identity here where I come from is usually really tied up in who you are, what you wear, all of these like material things, which is fine. 
right? It's just fine if that's important to you and to how you communicate to the world. That is great. It is great that we have those things that are important to us. And as soon as I started thinking about leaving my job, that was when it really hit me that those things, that the way that I communicated who we were and how we operated as a family unit, how I operated as a, as a human, you know, what I wore, the bag I carried, the shoes on my feet, the car that I drove, the electronics that I used, everything. This is how I'm communicating who I am to the world. And if I don't get that right, there's a chance that people don't understand this about me. And if they don't understand this about me, who am I? And that deep conversation about identity, um, really led me to minimalism. And what I will say now is the reason that we are deeply out of rhythm in our household is because our stuff is deeply out of rhythm. What I practiced all those years ago, yeah, probably two years ago, just came out of balance. And mostly because of of this, right? This constant pressure and need to project and communicate that this is who we are. And really, at the end of the day, to me, who I want to be is like the person who has people over for dinner (laughs) and the person who, who entertains and does activities, not the person who's like, look at my car and my bag and all the things I really, the only thing I care about is that my car or the bag or the things maybe came from something close to my heart, something that's important to me. And I love that most of my purchases really happen from that place that I can say where this came from and who made this. And, you know, maybe it's not someone that I see projected on TV. Um, Maybe it's like my next door neighbor made my soap and my friend that I do business with made the art in my house, you know, like that's what's important to me. And I think it's just a very different way to operate. But when I was going through that, I sat down and went piece by piece through every article in our house. And what I said to my husband then was, I want everything in this house to be able to be boxed up in a day if we had to, which means no clutter. How many towels do we actually need? How many plates would we ever use in one sitting? These are the conversations that we're having, right? Two years ago when I was going through this movement. And since then, it has been a crazier, you know, when you're not paying attention, when you're not controlling that narrative or creating a culture with your things, they do pile up fast, right? Because at that point we were one in, one out, and we were 
protecting the importance of the importance of our stuff. Like we aren't just consuming and consuming and consuming. We are being specific about our consumption. What is it that we need? What do we really need? And I got really good at waiting out for things that I really needed and wanted and waiting until I could buy the version that I wanted of that thing. So I only bought once. And there are a lot of podcasts on this subject matter. When I went through that, I did some teaching on that. No one came to the class, but I did do some teaching on minimalism during this time because to me, it wasn't about just getting rid of everything. It was about getting rid of so much. And once we got rid of that, my kids didn't have 12 pairs of pants to pick from. They had three. And guess what's an easier decision? Picking from gray, pink, or blue pants. Then picking from gray, pink, green, orange, magenta, maroon, maroon, gold, flower-spotted, tie-dye, sweatpants, um, leggings, uh, shorts, uh, everything. And when you have that much choice, it's hard to make a choice at all. It's like when you go into, uh, let's see, when you go into the Cheesecake Factory versus when you go into Cane's. Right, the Cheesecake Factory, you're going to sit there and you're going to become overwhelmed with the amount of choices you have. And I used to say this all the time. Once you get into flow with minimalism, it is near impossible to get out of flow because you're in a state where you can't. And what I will say is once you get out of balance with this, Oh, it's it's so hard to get back in. But once you're in balance with the proper amount of items, it works really well. If you only have 12 plates total, your stack of dishes isn't as crazy as if you have 27 plates available. Right? Because you can go through all 27 before you have to do the dishes. Whereas in this instance, we can only go through 12 and then we have to. Now, the problem is when you get out of balance with that, it gets bad quickly. You don't have plates. You need paper plates or you just end up eating out trying to avoid the dishes. It doesn't go well when it's not going well. I will just say that. And with our clothing, it was like, you're going to be out of underwear. If you don't do laundry for a week, you just will not have underwear. That's it. Which forces you to do, which for me, and not for everyone, is that important. Um, For me, that's really important. I have to stay on a time schedule when I am practicing minimalism. And so it probably is just a matter of taking that weekend, the one weekend that I told you, right? I complained about this to 
insane ends that like all of my stuff was so piled up that I had entire weekends dedicated to managing my stuff. And we would do this seasonally as if this is like a healthy boundary with things. Like we pile up so much stuff that we have terms like spring cleaning and garage sale weekend. And we have these things all the time and people have garage sales all the time because there's so much excess stuff stuff we don't care about. And I'll tell you, like, we have not been watchful in the last couple of years. And it is insane how much stuff and I was so proud of us because not that long ago, we would take dumpsters. I mean, truckload after truckload to the garbage clear out weekend. Truckloads. It was embarrassing. Like, how do you have this much stuff? How do you have this much stuff? This is gross. Right? And that's what I would sort of say to myself. And I remember just a year ago, only having like a half a truckload, not even. Like, it was kind of embarrassing to have used a truck to take our stuff down there because we just didn't have anything. And I was so proud because that was to me a good maintenance of stuff. We're watchful of what we're letting into our house and we're very mindful about how much we need. Like we only had a water bottle, a person in our household. I got rid of every other water bottle, right? We only had 12 cups. I got rid of all the other cups. And guess what? When you don't have that many cups, guess what? There's not laying around in your house. Cups, water bottles, <laughs> all the things. And I, I will say that we got away from that, but only because of necessity. I didn't have a place where we could really get into flow. And so it was like, we just need more stuff to survive this moment. We can get back to that place. And it probably starts with our closets because clothes really are the root of a lot of craziness in our household. And it can get out of control so quickly. It's insane. And especially with kiddos clothes. And if you don't have that issue, then it's probably a little bit easier because <laughs> with kids clothes, you're outgrowing so quickly um, that if you're not in good management and the seasons change so quickly, so both things combined, it's like a tornado for insanity. It's just the perfect storm for crazy. Um, and so right now I know that we have a heaping closet and I know that dresser drawers are overwhelmingly full. And that didn't happen back in the day. We were like five shirt max. And I can't wait to get back to that place, to this more simple, minimal way of being. I know that that was so important to us being able to stay in flow, to me being able to stay in flow. Because when I'm in a house that's out of energetic flow, 
it's really hard for me to focus. Now, I have my office and that's super helpful because I can kind of just come home and be home, not have both operating here. And I'm grateful for that, but things still have to be in balance here because it is a distraction for me. It is. When I'm thinking about what I need to do when I get home to try to get ourselves back in flow, I told you, operating out of automation is what's best for me. Period. Once it becomes a habit, a way that I just operate, I get in a flow really easily. It's really simple to tap in for me. Getting myself there can be a bigger issue (laughs) because of the squirrels, y'all. It's the squirrels. I'm telling you, they're always running and trying to run my life. They have no room for you. So that's kind of where we got to get back to. I can tell you that spring, winter, summer, we're like spring, summer, winter. We're winteringer, um, is like a minimalist nightmare because you got to have boots. You might also need sandals. You probably need in between shoes, like a good tennis shoe, but you need all of them to survive. What's about to happen over the next month? April and April, May, March usually are the, the moment where minimalists probably would go insane in the Midwest. Because you have coats, winter coats, spring coats, raincoats, hats, gloves, everywhere. Because you, it, it, it is required. If you put one away, you're going to have to get it back out. You need snow pants still. There is no safety here. It could snow for the next two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen, but you have to have everything in your elemental control at your fingertips. That's what has to happen. You have to be able to react. It goes from winter to spring to summer in a day. Yesterday, we started out the morning uh, kind of faking it till we make it in like spring clothes, but it was not warm. It was windy. It was somewhere around a spring balance. To the afternoon where you're like sweating. I'm over here in a tank top dress because I'm like, you know what? This is what's got to happen. I can't live in this sweater anymore. I got to be in a tank top. It's hot. Spring, summer in the same day. And you have to pack accordingly for all of these elements if you're daring to leave your house for an entire day. And so the run-up of the overwhelm is like all over the place right now. And it's okay. We'll get through this. We really will. Um, but it, it takes a minute for sure. It certainly does. Um, and I know that it's it's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to take that weekend, the dreaded weekend, because that's what I, I kind of realized was like all of my free time was wasted shopping for stuff 
and then managing the stuff. That was my weekends. And that's what I looked forward to. Oh, we could go shopping this weekend. We can get these spring dresses. We need to get new coats. We probably need to start buying for summer. And then I would just accumulate stuff, 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 right? Because I'm trying to communicate to the world that like, oh my gosh, I have it all together. And my kids are always nicely dressed and we're always coordinating and we have greens and pinks and it's beautiful. And I want to make sure that everyone knows that I have everything together because I really don't. And so it's, it's really important that I'm communicating that I do because I know right under the surface, it's all about to boil over. But if I could just clean it up for a day and make sure that I securely project that and then go back, it'll be okay. And then I'll spend my weekends sort of just plummeting through and existing in between the moments where I have to project the perfection that is my life. And it just wasn't real. and It wasn't sustainable at all. And I know that I... I have to get back to that practice. And I know that I am capable of bringing us back to that place, but it definitely is going to take a weekend. Ooh, yeah. We're going to have to take some stuff out. And I love minimizing. It's so refreshing. There are no junk drawers or junk closets. There just is no junk Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I love it and I can't wait to do it. And what I will recommend if you're getting in a giddy up or you're going, yeah, you're right, we should do that. Our house is kind of, we are kind of just managing more stuff. Um, How do I do that? What I recommend is don't start with someone else. Okay, so if you have kids, like don't start minimizing their stuff. Minimize your own first and create a system that works for you. For me, I kind of do this like let go in theory system where I put things in a box that I don't believe that I need, but I keep that box in the basement. I don't just, oh, here, donate. Bye. Sorry. Rip the bandaid off. We're going to be minimalists. You're going to suck it up. And I go through and get rid of everyone's stuff. Meanwhile, I still have all of my stuff. No, that's not how this works for my household. Here, we do this tiered system where we're getting rid of things, but we're keeping them in a place where they're still touchable just because we know how personal all of the things that we own are. And it's scary to get rid of those things sometimes. And so we don't just get rid of. We keep. And then after we've realized, yeah, we don't really need that, we let it go. We put the box in the garage or we send the box to Goodwill. And... I know how out of system we've gotten. I know that it's just because there was this ego required to launch into the life that I'm living now. And I think attached to that ego is that projection again. 
I am this person. And what I will say is like, some people will say ego's the enemy. We shouldn't be great. You know, we should be humble. And I agree. Um, and at the same time, there are moments of our lives where we, the only thing we can cling to is our ego to get ourselves to move forward in the work that's required. Like if I didn't have that ego somewhere, I wouldn't have been like, hey, none of the stats are saying this is a good idea. And every single person has told me I am going to be a sure failure at this thing. So I should avoid doing it at all costs. And I'm going to do it. That's ego. That's ego coming in and saying like, yeah, yeah, you got this. Even though you probably don't, even though it might not be a great idea, you can do this. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I had that still somewhere, even though I had done a lot of work to kind of move it to the side for a while. And I know bringing that back into play. And that wasn't the only thing we did that year, right? We launched that business, but I also put out my first book and that took a lot of ego. And so we had to bring, we had to bring him back in play. And I know that the player, that person, that ego driven human coming back into play definitely sent this minimalist um, element of our lives sort of out of production for a while. Out of necessity, I wouldn't do it a different way if I even could have. Um, we were surviving and ego had to come to play. Had to. Would have never done the things that I did without it back in play. And so sometimes it's just necessary and out of necessity, that sort of projection piece of all of this came back in um, and weighed a little bit heavier than it had in a very long time. So time to rebalance, reestablish, you know, Hannah can rebalance and recalibrate as well. That's what all this work is. Like if I'm sitting here and telling you that I'm the best human that's ever walked this planet, then you could be like, hey, this is a really great human. We should really listen to her. But I would hate for you to listen to me for that reason because it's not true. I'm still working. This is all work. This is a constant recalibrate, reset, re-engineer rediscover and go. And yeah, am I perfect? Absolutely not. Did I completely minimize my house, my life after I left my corporate job? Absolutely. Mostly because I had nothing else to do, but also because it became a part of this like selfless, non-ego-driven human that I became. And I know that we got out of balance and I'm excited to, to rebalance Steve and feel called to do that work again. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.